Are you a mom in business suffering from the busyness of life? Keep listening because this is for you. I'm your host, Stacey Crown, a mama of three, a happily married wife with several thriving businesses. I'm right there in the thick of it with you, sister. Juggling it all can be so overwhelming and even depleting at times. Over the last nine years of my mompreneur journey, I've learned the hard way of what to do and what not to do when it comes to mom life and business, and I can't wait to share with you. Hustle culture actually broke me, but I'm so thankful that God was there to put me back together. This podcast is going to revive you spiritually, mend you mentally, and speak to you emotionally. We're going to talk all things faith, business, and mom life. So grab your coffee, buckle up, turn it up, and let's go. Hey, welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I am Stacy, and I'm still a tired mom. <laughs> I'm always going to be in that. I'm just in the season of motherhood where life is tiring. And here's the thing. I love it. I love being tired. I love going to bed every single day knowing that I gave my all, but I'll be honest with you, this summer has just thrown me for a loop. We don't have any plans ever, but somehow every single day we end up finding plans, making play dates, seeing friends, going to grandma's pool, all the things. And I'm going to be honest with you, recording podcasts this summer has been really difficult. So I'm actually going to share a podcast episode. It's going to be the next one called CEO Days. And it's what I'm doing right now because I figured out that I need to schedule intentional time to batch my podcast. So if you're a podcaster or maybe you just are working on social media and you need time to create content or whatever it is, highly encourage you to go listen to the next episode called CEO Days, or I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's about being and taking a CEO day. Now, my point in telling you that was I have been wanting to record an episode truly reflecting on the last year of my life and just how God has completely transformed me, my heart, my soul, my physical self, my spiritual self, my emotional, my mental, literally everything, financially, like the whole thing. And it felt like a lot of pressure to just like show up and reflect on a whole year. And I don't know if you've ever given yourself this time to really celebrate yourself, but I am really hard on myself and I don't necessarily take a lot of time. I just figured out that I am an Enneagram 3. Thank you to the Daubenmeyer family for making me take the test. Really, it was Kyle, but Kristen, I know you love the Enneagrams too. If you're listening, shout out to you guys. But I just figured out that I'm an Enneagram 3, which we are very, very focused on working hard, on getting things done, on taking the lead. But one thing that I know about myself is that I don't ever sit and reflect. I don't, I have a hard time sitting and reflecting because I'm always thinking about the next goal and the next thing that needs to get done and the next accomplishment that I want to do, the next thing I'm going to launch or post, or it's just how my brain works. It's a double-edged sword. And so today I'm actually going to sit here for the next however long. And I do have some notes that I really want to share with you guys about just reflecting 
on a period of your life, a moment of your life, whether it's the last month, the last week, the last year, the last five years, the last 10 years, whatever it might be. And I want you to focus on that certain amount of time. And I just want to give you some tips on what has worked for me this last year and how I have just reshaped my life. If you are new here, go back and listen to my past episode, episode 13, about all about shifting and pivoting your life. I'll give you a quick, brief synopsis. Last June, in fact, June 22nd, I resigned from my company that I was working with for the last eight years. It was an MLM company. I was a top earner, and it just was not aligning with me at all for a very, very long period of time. And God made that very clear to me. But I was so, I wanted to just ignore my calling, like where he was calling me to, because I was so comfortable. And finally, last June, he said, go trust me. I had no clue where we were going. I was like Abram in the wilderness, where he was just like, pack your bags, let's go. And it was scary. And it was really scary. And it's almost like he let me build my faith for six months prior to that, because in January, that January of 2022 was when I started putting myself first every single morning. I started reading my devotion every morning. Then I started getting into scripture every morning, reading the Bible, really filling my mind and my heart and my soul with what I know to be true. And then I started journaling and oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I started journaling. I shared my journal entries actually on June 22nd of this year, of last year's journal entry with my CEO mamas. That's my eight-week course that I'm going to be launching next month, so stay tuned. But I shared my journal entry with them because it's just a very small, intimate group of women who I've learned to grow trust, love unconditionally, and it had us all in tears because it was such a vulnerable moment for me not knowing where I was going. And the first little nugget that I want to leave with today of just, I guess it's when you're reflecting on your life. It's me right now reflecting on my past year. But if you want to make huge shifts in your life, if you want to make a huge pivot, if you, if, if it's taking care of your body, if it's you know, investing in a personal trainer, if it's leaving the career that you thought you were always going to have. And I've done this twice, you guys. I thought that I was going to be a teacher forever. I have my formal degree in teaching and all the student loans to prove for it. And a little piece of paper that says whatever it says, Bachelor of Science, Education, whatever. That's how long I haven't looked at it. And, and then I've done this now again with leaving a career in a company that I thought I was going to rep forever. And it was scary both times, but here's what I can tell you. I'm going to give you some nuggets on if this is something that you're feeling really, really called one jump into my inbox because I want to root you on. I want to cheer for you. I want you to know the huge shifts and pivots are okay. If it is from God and you're hundred percent sure you're like, he's telling me I need to do this and I'm really scared. It's okay. It is okay. My friend, the first thing I want to tell you that helped me in this season of last year, I surrendered everything. I surrendered my 
thoughts of what my future was going to be. I surrendered the, you know, I just had this willingness to surrender, to put God in the front seat. I had this willingness to surrender my plan, to surrender what I was trying so hard to force. It was like, I just honestly opened up my arms and said, use me, mold me, make me like you. When I speak, I want them to hear you. When open my ears, open my eyes, I want to see you in the biggest and littlest moments of my day. I was willing to surrender pretty much the life that I knew. And it was scary. And a lot of people didn't understand it. Even my own mother, I love you so much, Vicki Baker Homemaker. Even my mom last year, she didn't tell me this. <laughs> she didn't tell me this for a while ago. Like just a little bit ago, she told me this, but she was like, I thought you were crazy. She's like, I didn't, I didn't think that like, I didn't think that you could do it. Like, I didn't think that people would invest in life coaching and business coaching and all of those things. And it's not that she didn't think I could do it. It's almost like looking back, she's so surprised that like my willingness to surrender and she's proud of me. My mom is my biggest cheerleader. I love you so much, mom, because I know she's listening to this. And I don't want to, it's not like a, she didn't doubt me ever. She believed I could do it, but it was almost like one of those things where you're like, wow, she's really going to do it. Like you're watching someone jump off a cliff to bungee jump and you're like, oh my gosh, she really just did it. She going to live. She going to see another day. You know what I mean? And that's really what it felt like. It honestly felt like I had jumped off a cliff. I opened up my arms and I was so willing to surrender every part of my life in order for God to take me and use me and really purposely and purposefully place me where he wanted me to be. And I can see that after a year of looking back, it's like, holy cow, look at those dots connect. I met this person. I met this person to give me this thing, to do this thing, to bring me this client, to be in this conversation, to lead this person to the Lord, to honestly, I can see, and so many of you who are listening are one of those dots. I mean, I could go down a list of people and God had to eliminate he had to take away, which was no longer serving me and people and a business. And it's not that the people weren't serving me. It's just that like there was an expiration date and I really had to come to terms with like, that was it. June 22nd was the expiration date for me. And if you feel like there's an expiration date coming, or maybe your expiration date has gone and you are like, girlfriend, I need to know what's next. My biggest thing for you is have a willingness to surrender. That is the first and foremost, or first and foremost, hardest part of letting God come in and reshape you and transform your life is to be willing to surrender your plans. Because if we're always holding on to whatever it is that we have planned or we have a backup plan, because I had no backup plan at that point, I had, you know, I'm like, okay, plan A didn't work, teaching didn't work, plan B didn't work my MLM. Here we go. And I'm willing to go to plan C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. I don't even care as long as God's in the front of it. Because I know when he is at the front, when I put him in the driver's seat of my life, then I'm always going to be met with blessing. 
He's always going to have a fine. He's always going to find a way to turn it for good. It literally says that in scripture. The next thing I was, you know, so willing to do was fail. And you're probably thinking like, Stacey, I can't surrender my career, my life, my marriage, my motherhood. Like I, that sounds awful. That sounds like, and I'm a control freak, y'all. I'm type A control freak. I like to know what I'm doing on the day, the hour, whatever it is. So for me to just completely surrender all of it and being like, okay, God, go ahead. You do you. That was hard. But then to match that, I was so willing to fail. I was willing to throw spaghetti at the wall or a dart like onto jello, whatever way you want to put it. I was willing to fail this whole past year because I knew that every time I failed, I would be failing forward. And the only way I truly think that you can find success, and here's a side note, success is not a destination. You can find success in every single day and honestly in every single moment because you're living in that complete gratitude that like God's ahead of it and I'm going to find success in every moment. And if I were listening to this, like if me three years ago was listening to this, I'd be like, this girl's crazy. No, success is in promotions. It's in money. It's in bonuses. It's in cars and houses and the things of the world. And now I'm like, no, I think success is in like, you can find success anywhere, any part of your day. Success is the journey. Success is celebrating all of the little moments. It is not, success is honestly going to bed for me with grace in my heart every single night. Knowing that like, if that was my last day, my children are loved. My husband is loved. He's probably full because I love cooking. And I know that the people who I love know that I love them, right? So success literally can be anything. It doesn't have to be a thing. You can find success any moment, anytime. I was so willing to fail forward. I was so, so, so willing to fail forward though, you guys. I I would launch things. I had master classes that sold zero. I had master classes that had two people in it. I had launches that were just, they would bomb. But guess what? I learned through all of the failure, what worked for me as a life and business coach. I learned who my audience was. I learned my ideal client. I learned who I loved working with. I learned who I didn't like working with. I I learned how long I like my programs. I learned how long I like to launch because I get really bored. And I like to work with a different set of people every so often. So I don't really like, you know, a six month course for me, six to eight weeks feels really good. And then I get to launch another one and work with another group of women. And then I get to launch another one and which I'm really excited to launch CEO mama in the next few weeks. But like to even think that that wasn't even on my radar, this podcast wasn't even on my radar last year, selling out a whole retreat. If you missed my social media, um, I have 10 women coming out to Mayville, Michigan on Cat Lake in October, six of which are traveling. You guys from Oregon, Tennessee, Indiana, Ohio, Pittsburgh, like literally six women out of the 10, 60% of the women are coming to hang out and dive in 
to figuring out where God is calling them. And to think that that wasn't even on my radar three months ago, let alone a year ago, is just so cool to me because I completely surrendered. I was willing to fail forward. And the next one, you guys, I was so willing to praise him through every single valley, through every single storm. I'm not saying that this year was easy. This 2022 and the first half of 2023 were the hardest years emotionally and mentally and spiritually for me that I've ever gone through. I was tested, but out of the test came a testimony. I was messy, but out of that mess came a message. And you're on the other side right now listening to it, whether you're folding laundry or dropping the kids off or cooking dinner or whatever it might be. You're on the other side right now of a valley of a year. But guess what? I was never alone. And if you look up a picture of a valley, usually there's like a little river, a little stream going through the middle of them. Because in the valleys is when fresh, new things start to grow. By the valleys, it's like usually, it's never really dry, right? Like a desert is dry. A valley is for fresh, new things to grow. And when you can look at that and say, you know what? I'm not alone in this valley. God is right here with me. He's holding on to my right hand. Isaiah 41, 13. I was so willing to praise him in every single storm that I faced in every single valley. And financially, it was really hard this year. And I can promise you, I surrendered our finances too. My husband literally was like, why would you resign from a job that was guaranteed income when like you don't have anywhere else to go? And I was like, because God said so. He thought I was nuts. And looking back at it, though, now, I i mean, it's amazing. Literally, I remember sitting there. And, like, you hear about people who are like, oh, my God, the check came right when I needed it. But, like, I have been on the other side of that. I believe that God provides every single – I remember I – I cashed out this one thing and it was literally the amount for our mortgage. And I was sitting there the morning our mortgage was due. It was like the last day before we got hit with like penalties and fees and stuff. And my little bank app was like cash dispersed or like cash deposited into your account. And it literally ended up being the same amount I needed for our mortgage that month. And that's not a coincidence. If you've ever been and experienced a situation like that where you're like, wow, that only could have been God. It isn't just like the universe. It's not just like, you know, the crystals or like the tarot cards, like whatever you might be believing in. Like, I'm a firm believer that like that is only the creator of the universe. That is only God. God's timing. And it's nothing to bash anything woo-woo or anything like that. Like whatever's serving you in the season that you're in, go for it, sister. But the season that I'm in and that I'm always going to be in is the one in the pages of scripture because I have been, and I've dabbled in a lot of different things, but I can tell you 100% confidently, 
God is the only person and the, he's not whatever he might be, right? He's the only thing that has the perfect timing. And it just proves to show too, like I was just offered a new opportunity, a new position somewhere, (laughs) a paid position. And the call for that offer, which I didn't even apply for, they just reached out to me and were like, we're creating a position for you. That was literally, I got the phone call the night before the one year anniversary of me resigning. Like, you can't tell me that that is just by accident. It's not because if you've listened to any of the other podcasts, you know that my faith is strong and my faith is very strong in this one. It's always strong, but I'm very, um, if you haven't turned it off yet, (laughs) I'm joking, but my faith is so strong because this year my eyes were open. My ears were open. God used me. He molded me. And I don't know who is sitting on the other side of this right now. I don't know what kind of valley or storm or transition or transformation or involvement or I don't know what you're facing. But what I can remind you confidently is that you're not facing it alone. There is a power so much bigger than you. And you are a force to be reckoned with when you hold hands with God, when you can surrender, when you're so willing to fail forward, and when you're able to praise him through any circumstance, death, nor life, nor, you know, losing jobs or losing um, family members or losing, you know, babies or or having another miscarriage or getting another diagnosis or losing, you know, whatever it might be, whatever storm you're going through, I want you to cling so hard on to the hand of Jesus, onto the hand of God and walk with him. And when you are too weak to walk, sister, climb into his arms and allow him to carry you to the places that he has for you. Because I promise you, wherever you are right now, whether it's in a valley or whether you're climbing the mountain, maybe you're on the top of the mountain. And guess what, sister? Celebrate now because the mountain isn't going to last forever. I remember my pastor at my last church would say that. He said, but the best advice that my mom ever gave me, and this always was very apparent for me. And he said, the best advice my mom ever gave me was when I was celebrating and I had like hit this accomplishment or whatever. And she said, cling hard to Jesus because your mountain isn't going to last forever. And that is why I truly have to wake up every single day and put my armor on. I have to shield my heart. I have to get my heart right. I have to Make sure that God is in the driver's seat because I want him to be in the driver's seat. That feels so much safer for me than to say like, I did it. I did this. I graduated college. I got the job. I got the promotion. 
I made the money. I did this. I did that. I've lived that life. I lived the I, I, I. And the one thing that I have taken from the whole last year is that it was not me. (laughs) I can confidently look back at the whole year. I mean, every minute, every moment, every day, every month, every bill paid, every bill paid late, every, every single day, I can look back and give the glory to God. And I'm so willing to do that moving forward. And I don't know what the next year holds. I don't know what the next five years hold. All I can say is today, right in this moment, I encourage you to think of one thing that you can praise him on. I encourage you to say, Lord, I don't know where you're taking me. I don't know why this is happening, but I do know that you know why. And I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to fail forward. And I'm willing to praise and cling to you in the valley, knowing that you know. Give me the peace and give me the grace to just step down off my pedestal. Let you take control and take the lead because I'm willing to walk with you beside you. And when I'm too weak, I'm willing to climb up into your arms because I know that where you're taking me is way better than any place I could take myself. And when we get there, I just want to say thank you. And until we get there, I'm going to continue saying thank you every step of the way until next time. Hey, wow, what a good episode. I would absolutely love if you shared with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacy Crown in your story so I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.